Welcome to Maple City Pipecast, the journey of a novice through the world of pipe smoking. Hey Maple City Pipecast, Dave here, and I just need to let you know quickly that while I'm recording this intro, I do have a cold and my voice is holding out for now, so hopefully it gets me through. This is the first Everyman interview of 2019. We have Tim Greenwood with us today, and we're going to be going over the standard stuff and a few other things. I recorded this interview with him back in October last year. So I'm hoping that it's uh, enjoyable for you all, and uh, please enjoy. So how did you get into the hobby of pipe smoking? And tell us a little bit about yourself. The people of my friend, my friend circle... I think how we all got into pipes were Lord of the Rings, for sure. I mean, it was just like, oh, that's so cool. What is this? I turned 18. I went to, we have this pipe and cigar store uh, here in town, and it's, it's uh, called Bulldog. Went and bought my first pipe. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't really care for it at first. I took a couple puffs, and I'm like, this is not what they made it look like in the, in the film. It made it look like it was delicious and beautiful. So yeah, I was initially into cigars. So I bought my first pipe, and then I was like, okay, well, that was okay. And then for some reason, now I look back, it's like, pipe tobaccos taste so much better than uh, cigars, to me at least. And there's so much more variety. And um, so, so in any case, I, I'm kind of surprised with myself that I like cigars at first. But it, t- it took me till I was probably 22. Uh, yeah, four years after my first pipe. Um, that I was like, oh, you know, I want to give it another try, and then it then it it became something different. It, it it went a lot deeper for me, and ever since then, it's been this just relaxing. It helps me think about what in this life is going on and why I do what I do, and so it, I don't know. It's a it's one of those things where I think people these days don't think enough of why we do what we do individually. And I think if we thought a little bit more, if we slowed down and thought a little bit more of the reasoning of, you know, what we do, I think it'd just be a better place. And for my life, I've, you know, obviously I'm not going to implement that on anyone else. Everybody has their own life to live. But for me, it's just, it brings me to a place where I I clear my mind, I think, and then I make a decision or then I make a choice and then I say something. My relationship with pipe smoking has gone quite deeper since... I was 22. Yeah, that sounds like it would have been. I mean, that's everybody I think that I've talked to so far. They've they started out, you know, you know, interested for whatever reason. Myself, it was my great grandfather was a pipe smoker. Um, a couple friends of mine for different reasons, but it always gets deeper as you go on because, like you said, there's you have to actually take time to think about what you're doing, especially with the smoking of the pipe, and that gets you time to reflect on who you are and all kinds of good stuff. And if I may add, how do I put this into words? It's not just a reflection. It's like you got to be intentional about it. You know, I, I work with people that smoke cigarettes and, you know, there's nothing. I'm not downing on them, but they're just like every hour they go outside. And I was like, it, it's it's so habitual. It's such a habit that for me, I'm like, I don't want that. I, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to be intentional about it. And uh, and like I said, no, no, I'm not down anybody that smokes cigarettes, but there's such a, for me at least, a uh, 
I, I want to be intentional about the things I do. And, and honestly, pipe smoking is, you know, people say it's a hobby and it is a hobby, but I, and I, I wouldn't know what word it would be, but to me, it's deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds like it is definitely. It's one of the actually deepest answers I've got so far going that way. I'm just going to move the questions out of order a little bit. As you uh, moved on with your, your pipe smoking there, did you find you started gravitating towards a specific type of tobacco or a specific blend type? So, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but they said there's kind of two, two types of pipe smokers. There's the person that's interested in more of the pipe, the style of the pipe, and then there's the, actually I think it was Country Squire, I think, but don't quote me on that. But they're talking about um, the people that are interested in the pipe, versus the people that are interested in tobacco. So probably up until this year, probably actually Christmas of last year, we'll say, I was more of a interested in the pipe, all the different types. And I only have like probably 10 or 12 right now, but I was more interested in the different bends, the shapes, the, you know, the acorns versus the bulldogs. And to me, it was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I, I, I love the fact of... Uh, that a pipe will outlast my life and it'll go to the next. So I'll, ne- I'll never really own a pipe. I'll just, I'll, I'll be a steward of it while I'm here on earth. But, uh, so that fascinated me. And then, um, probably what was it, December of, yeah, Christmas of last year, I started to be like, well, pipes are cool, but what about this tobacco? You know, and I honestly, I didn't even know the different types. I would have just said there was tobacco, not Virginia's, Burley's, Cavendish, Latakia. And so right now I'm learning, so I don't really have a go-to just yet. I find that it varies. If it's social, because I, I have a group of friends, we all kind of, we made the corn, cob, the corn cob club. There we go. Anyway, when I'm with them, it'll be like a more of a, a aromatic blends. But when I'm kind of by myself, I, I kind of like the English blends. Now, I don't... I, can't tell you what my favorite type of tobacco is yet. I haven't had something I totally didn't like yet, though. But I'm, I'm trying new stuff. Like, uh, right now, I actually have on order, it, well, I imagine it's on the way now, but um, the Shepherd's Pie and Bag End from Country Squire. So I'm, I'm really anticipating them. I'm, I'm super excited to try that. Have you tried their uh, tobacco, any of their blends? Yeah, actually, I have. I've tried Cherokee, of course. Um... I've tried uh, Cornishman, Pirate's Alley. I just recently was introduced to Tobacco de Chocolat and uh, Lowland Pine. Those are the five that I've tried. It's a little harder to it's a little harder to get up here. I mean, I can do it. It's just more borders make it take a little longer. The shipping costs, you know, you have to for uh, ordering tobacco into Canada. It's just a little bit harder to to, to juggle. I do it about two or three times a year, and unfortunately. <laughs> I'll probably I might cut this out I might not but what happened was since John David and the Country Squire don't take uh, Mastercard I was using my Visa and then the I was using an Amazon Visa and then Amazon and JP Morgan had a falling out and my Visa got canceled because no. of that so I don't have a Visa <laughs> anymore. No way. <laughs> so what I've got here for Country Squire tobacco is what I've got for the moment. So it's insane until I can get like PayPal linked to my bank account or something like that so I can get the cash right on there. 
or I've got a buddy who's offered to do the ordering for me. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but right now it's just it's not been in the logistics to get some from him. But every, every blend of his I've tried, I've I've liked so far, and I think Lowland Pine was Caleb's before he left, so that was still good. Well, I'm really excited to try uh, the the two I I ordered. It's uh, actually it's been something I've looking forward to for a while now. Yeah, um, I would suggest though if. Uh, you, uh, you order again. Um, if you haven't tried it yet, definitely get some Cherokee since you mentioned you like to uh, smoke aromatic with your, your corn cobbers because it, it's a nice, easy, it's light. There's no bite, at least my, to my experience. It's a, it's a really good aromatic to have on hand for something like that. And what I find about uh, aromatic, when it's social, when the wives come out, because we'll, we'll sit around the fire. Yeah, definitely. When the wives come out, they're like, hey, that smells pretty good. Whether, rather with the English blend, not so much. <laughs> yeah, not everybody can be lucky like me and have a wife that the only blend so far that I've smoked that I have even tried to smoke in the house that she's forbidden is Five Brothers. That's so far the only one. In the wintertime up here, I, I've got free rain in the basement in the wintertime at night if I want to have a smoke, and as long as I ventilate it properly. And she doesn't care. She doesn't mind the smell of anything I've had so far except that one. So I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty lucky as well because... Um, my wife smokes pipes with me. Um, oh, nice! Yeah. Uh, so over Christmas, I we um, here in uh, North Idaho, um, in Coeur d'Alene area. <coughs> excuse me. We have this uh, pipe maker, a friend of mine, and uh, he just gorgeous pipes. Um, and uh, I asked him, and he's part of the pipe club I'm in in Coeur d'Alene. And I asked, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, can you throw together a pipe for me?" And so he kind of sent me some ideas. And uh, anyway, mo- month or two later, I got her that for Christmas, and uh, she absolutely loved it. And it's such a beautiful pipe. Uh, I wish I had it here; I'd show you. But um, it is absolutely beautiful. And uh, I want to want him to make me a church warden next. But anyway, I'm a- I-, I lucked out because my wife just the other day we, we went sat-, sat on the front porch and you know uh, had a pipe together and just talked. I don't know. It's such an awesome thing to share with her. Yeah, that's actually a little bit luckier than me. My wife has mentioned trying it before, but it's just never worked out. So maybe in the future. You never know. Uh, the aromatics, I mean, that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've got I've got a few here. So like, I'm like you in that regard. I, don't, I haven't met a blend so far that I haven't really liked. And I've got a few aromatics on hand that I've, 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 I've specifically liked. Yeah. I'm sure you know, like, because you listen to Quenchy Squire Writer, you know about the Tin right. Society. I managed to get a couple of their boxes up here. And in one of them, the first one I got was uh, Deep Hollow from McClelland. I really liked it. I got introduced to that, like, just before McClelland shut down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was lucky, though. I was lucky because they shut down after I'd placed an order to get a couple tins of it. So I do have two tins of it. So I was really lucky. You got that. more lucky than me, then, because I, one of my favorite tobaccos, blends was their Frogmorton cellar. And I didn't... A friend told me about it. I had no idea who McClelland was. And so I went. Mm-hmm. I tried it. He had some. I tried it. I'm like, oh, this is great. So I went to go order it online. For the longest time, I couldn't find it. And one place had it. And I bought, I bought a tin of it. And um, it was like two weeks later, uh, McClelland uh, announced that they, were, they shut down. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I found one that I absolutely yep. did like, but and but you know what? That's kind of cliche because I didn't meet. I haven't met a pipe smoker that um, didn't like that. Well, you have now, but only because I didn't get a chance to try it before they shut down. So that, that's a little that's a little different. 
I don't know if if, if uh, not trying. Yeah, probably not because because I don't I don't really know what I was missing, right? Maybe it's better that way. Yeah, probably. Maybe it's better that way. I don't know what your pipe collection's like or anything, but I asked this one to everybody. Do you have a pipe that you go to for your smoking, like, on a regular basis? Or do you just rotate through like uh, a lot of us do? You know, yes and yes. So my favorite, I think by far, that I have is... Actually, you know, I have a favorite pipe, but honestly, I don't smoke it that much. Probably because it's my favorite. Gotcha. So it's a special occasion. My wife got me this 1943 uh, Wellington, made in the USA. Uh, it's called a Smooth Giant. And it's probably got, I think it's a 10-inch stem on it, but just a, <laughs> kind of a massive bowl. So, I mean, if you smoke that thing, you're going to be sitting out there for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Unless, unless you're just puffing away. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. But you know what? I've literally smoked that probably like seven times in the last year. But my go-to... Is honestly either my um, oh, what's it called the Peterson the XL three hundred five, and it's just nothing real special about it, but it, it's a nice clean smoke, and uh, the and corn cob Missouri Mershon corn cobs, I, I don't know they're light they're easy to pack yep, around. Definitely. I, I mean that that's where it's at for me because and then you know try new blends in it I don't know it's cheap I guess but. It does. It does the trick. Maybe. Maybe I'm a simple man. I guess. I don't know. You don't have to be a complicated man to have sophisticated tastes, and I, and I don't care what you say. Missouri Meerschaum corn cob pipes. They're they're cheap, but they're still sophisticated if you get the right ones. Well, and I've had like one of my so my second pipe was a Missouri Meerschaum a corn cob, just a straight pipe, and uh, I still have that thing. I mean, it just it's a trooper. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. But when, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I still have my first Missouri Meerschaum, which was my first pipe. Uh, just oh, nice. just a legend. I mean, it's every, I, I told the guys, so, so this group of guys I'm telling you about, the Corn Cob Club, none of them had a pipe. And I, I kind of got them turned on to pipe smoking. We were all Lord of the Rings fan, and they never tried it. I was more adventurous, I guess. So I got them all Corn Cob um, pipes, and uh, they absolutely love them. It is nice to have nice pipes and nice briar pipe. You can't beat that. I don't know. Every smoker should have a, a Missouri Mershon corn cob. I think that's where it's at. Yeah, everyone should have one or 50. <laughs> <laughs> one or 50, yeah, that's true. Because you could buy 50 for some of the prices of one. Oh, yeah. Expensive pipe. <laughs> and um, when I will say, you know, going back to you said, well, why, I guess I said pipes went deeper. I, I wanted to say this. Um, I've never had a conversation that wasn't either deep, meaningful, or um, productive with somebody over a pipe. I've never had a conversation that I regretted when I was smoking a pipe with someone. And I think that's where it goes deeper for me. I know we're, I'm kind of backtracking going back to that first question, but I, uh, I, I just want to say that because it's like uh, there's something to it. Uh, I think... Um, Peterson's motto is a, or a thinking man smokes a pipe, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Some of the things I've come up with for uh, just for different episodes of the of the of the pipecast here, including this series that I've been working on that you're being a part of, came to me while I was smoking a pipe, just sitting there thinking about this, that, and the other thing. And this is this what we're doing is part of the results of that. So I totally agree with that statement. And you know what? I totally appreciate it. I just. I probably shouldn't have said totally, but I really do appreciate this. 
Yeah, but uh, it, it is something like in the, uh, in the episodes I've listened to, it's just like there's so much insight that you can take from somebody. Mm-hmm. And I just can't can't say it enough. <laughs> We're actually down to the last question here, and it's, it's this typical one that I have. I've ended every one of these things on, and you've listened to a couple, so you probably already know what's coming. Do you have any advice for new pipe smokers? I know you're newer yourself, but... What do you got for people who are just starting out maybe today listening to this? So I knew this question was going to come up, and I put a lot of thought into it. But the answer is kind of simple, and I think that's what it should be. Do not smoke a pipe because you think it's cool. I think that is really underestimating what it means to to appreciate pipe smoking. And that's uh, when I started it, I bought one because I thought it was cool. You know, Mm -hmm. it was different. But uh, it wasn't until... Four years later, that I really started to understand, it's more than just something to do. It's more than just, it's just flippantly. Well, I'm just going to do this now. It's more than just a habit. Mm-hmm. It, it's deeper, and if you can get past the the beginning, you know, it reminds me of coffee. Every kid, well, not I can't say every kid, mm-hmm. but when I was growing up, my mom and dad would have coffee, and I thought it smelled really good. Then I tried it, and it was absolutely disgusting but uh it took me growing up to appreciate the nuances of in the little things of life we get so busy in the hustle and bustle of life that we don't we don't slow down to appreciate details and i think that's what pipes did for me when i started to really appreciate what pipe smoking was i started to see the details in life and how Mm -hmm. every breath was important and every decision was important so that actually ends up and uh, rounding us out quite well. It was a great way to end this out. Um, just uh, in case anybody listening might want to follow you, Tim, is there any place uh, that you hang out social media-wise? Um, mainly Instagram. I um, kind of post a bunch of different photos on Instagram, but it's uh, Timmy Greenwood Twenty One. All right. Well, thanks very much for getting a hold of me and uh, volunteering to do this. This was this was great, Tim. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. And there you have it. Thank you very much, Tim. I appreciate you volunteering for this, as you did. Tim approached me, not the other way around. So that was really great. A listener coming forward wanting to join the show. I really appreciate it when people do that. Um, Anyone else who would like to do that, just contact me through the various ways mentioned at the end of every episode, and we'll we'll get something set up. Um, Thanks again, Tim. It was a really fun time. I'm really looking forward to talking to you again. If you're looking to leave us some feedback, you can always email us at maplecitypipecast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow the show at mcpipecast on Twitter and Instagram. Also, if you want to get in touch with me directly, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at drallen201. And if you want to help us out, please leave us an iTunes review over there on the iTunes. You don't have to listen to us on iTunes to leave us a review. But a five-star review would help us out greatly. It gets us up in the up there and puts us in a place where we can be discovered by potential listeners and i would really appreciate it if you do that it would be great thank you for that in advance so please get a hold of us with your feedback it would be greatly appreciated
You've been listening to Maple City Pipecast, a member of the Maple City Media Network. For information on this and other shows, please visit maplecitymedia.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and good smokes.